Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, Southwick Review. I'm Mathis, of course. Hey, check out the new podcast that Weege and I have been doing uh, since uh, January this year, the Lee at Reraceables. Um, we go through an old race, look at it, and break it all down, and then, uh, yeah, talk about it with some of the guys that actually race in that race. It's really, really cool. It's a fun podcast to do, so please check that out and uh, subscribe. It's a new show. you got to search in your podcast feed and, uh, and get it that way. We'd really appreciate it. I think you guys will like it. The reviews are in, and they're, 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 they're great. Five stars, everyone says. Uh, so thanks to those guys. Uh, thanks, thank you to Liet for coming on that one. And thank you, people, for finding it. Of course, uh, thanks to the folks at Racetech as well. Pulp 21 is a code to say with them. Get your motor work done. Get suspension work done at Racetech. Uh, they've done a lot of privateers' bikes, a lot of team bikes over the years. Uh, Zombie Blows, of course. Jerry Robin. Malcolm Stewart rent one Montreal with their super, with their suspension uh, service a long time ago. Uh, they do motor work. They do suspension work. they got one-piece fouls for YZ and KX250s. Racetech.com. Vintage bikes. Street bikes. Whatever it is. Racetech.com. Tell them you listen to Pulp, and they'll give you a deal as well. So thank you uh, to those guys for coming on board. Racetech.com. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. This is the Southwick Review. Uh, let's get into it with Weege and JT and uh, try to review everything we had uh, going on at Southwick. Lots to talk about when it comes to the Wick. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing, of course, uh, for making this podcast happen. The 2022 stuff is coming out at Washugo, but, man, you can still get the 2021 stuff out there and the Kinetic Mesh. It's hot. Kinetic Mesh will breathe and will vent for you. The uh, Formula Helmet as well. Uh, they got the new Formula CC Helmet. Same great safety features, just a little different shell and a little different price. Uh, yeah, and some of the top riders you wear it, like, uh, like Brayton, like Osborne, like Savachi, like Bogle. Uh, flyracing.com for more information on that. I want to thank the folks at Renthal, of course. You've probably used something from these guys over the years. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal, the winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century. Renthal continues to lead the world at the very top level of sport, amassing more titles than all the other brands combined. Their records are unsurpassable. Over 230 U.S. titles and 223 world titles. Jesus, that's a lot. Uh, bars, grips, chains, sprockets, Renthal.com. Check them out. And thanks to the folks at Motorsport, where you can get Renthal products from. Motorsport.com, OEM parts, aftermarket parts, anything over 79 bucks is free shipping. RV, Phil, myself, Motorsport.com, athletes. Uh, they got a lot of cool stuff coming on. They've got a lot of videos as well coming up. They've uh, got some vlogs as well. We're really making it cool. Dedicated team of gearheads over there are waiting for your order. And can dial you in with what you need uh, from those guys. And uh, please try it out. Great return policy also. 
and uh, try out. If you like motorsport, let me know. There's no code for it per se, but uh, you know what? We'll still uh, help you out if we can dial you into the right spot to go. Uh, simply drop me an email using the contact form at pulpmex.com, and uh, I'll if you have any questions or issues with motorsport, I'll pass it on and make sure that it gets handled by the right people. Coba Link's on board as well, uh, and also the folks at Maxxis Tires also on this review. So, uh, JT, Weege, let's, uh, let's dive into it, shall we? And now to bring in uh, a couple of gentlemen to talk to me about Southwick and everything that happened there this past weekend, the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. We're already, uh, we're already five rounds down in this thing, everybody. Uh, brought to you by the folks at uh, Fly Racing and, of course, uh, Renthal, Maxxis, and Cobalinks, Motorsport.com, Arma, and Onyx Maps. First up, it's the voice of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. He's a man who screwed your whole show up this past weekend. Jason, Jason Wygan, what's up, Weege? Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, I mean, I made the decisions. I made the calls. We actually pre-planned everything out a couple days in advance, knowing how everything would unfold. Yep. And uh, this was the decision we made based on the evidence that we already knew, the scripted out events within the race that had already been pre-planned by the AMA on Tuesday. Social uh, media. We planned it out. Social media, not happy with the broadcast. We'll touch on that. Uh, also, no, I, I had to go on the Vital Forum today. I oh, you did? On Vital, oh, my. I not done in probably eight years. Oh, my. <laughs> did you remember your password and everything and all that? <laughs> I had to do some digging, yes, to find the passwords. Uh, also on the line from Fly Racing and, and Western Power Sports, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just uh, I am glad that I am not on the receiving end of uh, Steve's anger. We just both driving during the podcast, which is a no-no. This is uh, very much against Steve's religion. And then also, uh, we just up against it with the public for the broadcast. So I, I feel like I'm just going to stay out of the way today. Yeah, well, we'll Whoa. Uh, we yeah. don't even need JT's criticism this time. We don't even need it. Yeah, well, you were lucky. He was at Southwick, and there was no phone service, really. No internet service. Uh, hashtag AMA. And uh, so there was nowhere to send his complaints to each during the well, day. I, and I was there, right? So I didn't know all the, uh, the mistakes that were made. But I did watch it today. I watched the race today, and I would like to formally lodge some uh, late requests for future broadcasts. Maybe I'll do it here. Um, we, uh, I just landed about an hour and a half ago, so I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But what's the what's the issue here, Weege? Because my tw- my Twitter timeline was full of people angry at the broadcast. I think the main thing is uh, there might be some others. I'm sure JT has a list neatly typed out. But uh, I mean, the main thing is we were watching Ferrandis to see if his bike was going to blow up, and then uh, Tomac went nuclear in the second moto and uh, made up seven seconds in about a lap and a half, and. Uh, Wait, he did what? I don't think anybody saw that. Uh, I did. I was watching timing and scoring, but um, I did. Um, So I believe that's the chief complaint. Tomac went Tomac, for sure. It was an amazing ride. It was great. I think think the most succinct comment I saw was someone said, I sure would have liked to see that 216. Yeah, that was from our buddy Phil Nicoletti, to which I say, is Tomac supposed to tell us before he begins the 216 that a 216 is coming? Isn't there supposed to be a spotter letting you know that someone's going like faster in some sectors and stuff like that? Well, they don't know sector times. We don't have that. Um, okay. We do not. We do not have sector times. I cannot underline that enough. I, I didn't even know what people were talking about with that. I mean, 
post-race, you can go to the AMA website and see sector times. We don't have live sectors. But I did, when I started working Moto America a couple weeks ago, I saw how that actually works. And I was like, oh, it glows purple when someone goes super fast in the first sector to alert you. Uh, we don't have that. We only find out the lap time when the lap time is done. So Tomek comes cross line, you're like, oh, he just did 216. Yeah, there are Wish I knew ways, that was coming. There are a few <laughs> ways that you can see that. Um, and I know you guys don't have it, but you can see it'll flash green if it's their personal best, and it'll flash purple if it's a race best. So it really does give you uh, a uh, really like, future notice if someone's on a heater. You can see it. And time qualifying helps as well. Uh, but it, keep, it keeps on the yeah, front Yeah, we don't that have stuff. that, though. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is true, but we don't have that. Right, I understand. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I, I think it's great for you to tell everyone they don't because that explains how yes. even the spotter wouldn't know that. Nope. Um, but hope maybe something we can get in the future. Yeah. So, uh, but there is a spotter to watch. Um, look, I have no, we have no eyes. We have literally the screen that shows what you see on TV and timing and scoring. So until that lap is done, I don't know how fast Tom is going and he's not on camera. I also don't know how fast he's going. And I know we're in jest here. It's, it, it's not my decision, but, uh, I bet that I'm like, okay, give it probably two laps close and then the battle will be on on the third lap if this keeps up. And he got there a lap earlier. It took a lap and three quarters yeah, he, for him he, to get to Roxon. Yeah, I mean, you know, at some point he's heating up and you're like, hey, he's, he may get Roxon. Then it's like, oh, he's going to get Roxon. And then it's like, uh, maybe take him a couple laps. Oh, no, it's not going to take him a couple laps at all. <laughs> you're just like, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. I, I did see the 216 and I was like, okay but he's got to make up seven. Exactly. I was like, at some point we're going to have something. I just didn't think it was only about a minute and a half later. He would already be passing him seven seconds in less than two laps is it, pretty impressive. You know, it's kind of like, it's reminiscent though of the uh, Osborne flat tire at Millville. He was the points leader. And I really felt like you guys showed him way too much. Like, I mean, look, it's, it's a, it's a drama and it's the points leader and we get it. For sure, you need to keep an eye on it. But do we need to singly follow Zach Osborne around the hills of Minnesota for seemingly like 10 minutes? And I didn't watch the broadcast, so I don't know about Ferrandis. I mean, Ferrandis' bike was smoking early, yes. But nobody knows mechanical-wise what's going on with it. Eli Tomac's bike smokes right away from the from the clutch issue. You know what I mean? That's a Cowie thing. So... I don't know how long you followed it, uh, but yeah. Do you it was, need? It was quite a while. Do you need quite, to follow I don't, I don't, the I don't smoking bike? That, I don't mean that in a negative tone. Just objectively, it was it was for quite a while. So, I think the real thing is here when because Osborne did finish that moto, and because Ferrandis did finish that moto. In hindsight, it looks obvious that it was fine. Uh, I think the fear is if Ferrandis's bike blows up or. Osborne goes over the bars in the boots with a front flat, and we don't get that. That would be even more catastrophic. So I think that's the fear. Like, hedge on if disaster happens, do not take the cameras off. If the points later season goes completely awry, why would you take the cameras off that? We I'm, only know in hindsight that that didn't happen. I mean, dude, it's only round five of 12. It's not the final round, you know? Yeah. It's not, yep. yeah, like fi the final round, sure. Okay, like Adam seen yeah. Cirillo at Vegas, right? Like follow Don't. follow that like that. So this would this you know. would be my uh, solution. And, and again, I have no training in this. I'm not an expert. I just nothing. But from the outside, could we go double box there? To no, alleviate you can't double box. You can't double box because the problem isn't the double box. It's you can't 
the same camera that's shooting one side of the track is shooting the other. You literally cannot shoot Ferrandis and the lead at the same time. You have to pick which do you want to follow. Because Why? of because of not many cameras? I mean, dude, we have 15. It's yeah. just the way it works. Like in Supercross, you can because you can just take one camera that can follow the entire track yeah. and just be like, you, one camera, stay on that guy. Everybody else just follow the race. Because what you don't realize is like the camera on one hillside is shooting the leader when he's on the right side of the track, and then later he'll shoot him when he's on the left side of the track. The same camera will pick up the guy. You can't really do two things at once. We had the helicopter at Redbud, and we could, but you cannot. You really can't follow camera cuts. Everything Ferrandis is doing, 30 seconds behind everything Tomac is doing. You cannot do both at the same time. This is still your fault, and uh, it's absolutely your fault. It's not Langston's fault. (laughs) It's not Spotter's fault. It's your fault. And also, you know, again, with the where did you meet your wife stuff and, and what did you buy your wife for Christmas? I mean. Oh, we're still on that. Did you did you chime in? I'm guessing I haven't. I just clicked on Vital. I'm guessing you chimed in on a you suck at your job Bondo thread. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, not to defend, not to defend my guy Bondo. He he he's got broad shoulders. I I, I don't know why they do what they do. Like I'm I'm just doing my thing. Right. Um, I was not on that particular subject. I was just mad because someone said these announcers were so bad that Barsha passed when call it and i had to explain that it was happening as we were coming back from commercial and you have to go silent uh for 10 seconds so if you're watching on peacock you'll get these 10 seconds yeah we don't talk and i was like dude it was just bad timing like he passed as we had in that 10 second window where we cannot talk the peacock during commercial coverage and merging it back into the tv show i just wanted him to know Langston and I are so dumb to watch Barsha make a pass on Webb and be like, is this something? Nah. <laughs> nah. Let's just not talk. Let's just not talk for 10 seconds. Let's just not talk. Right, right, uh, right. But I, I shouldn't have gone in there because now I'm literally being asked well, every question about ne- television production, of which, again, I don't – You know – I don't know anything. To, I don't have anything to do with it, man. The fans can't understand the not talking because they also got not talking during the start of some 250 LCQs. So maybe they're – you know, oh. in Supercross, like they're also they're used to some announcers just not talking forever. So yeah, um, I cannot tell you the hail mary you make, uh, or producer in this case, Chris Bond, Bondo, when you go to commercial and you're like, okay, we're now going to be off the air for two and a half minutes. I hope to God no one crashes or passes someone, and there's nothing you can do. Well, get Peacock, yeah, get Peacock. That's what you do, or get Peacock. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Peacock. You'll never make everybody happy. Is there another sport like even you know uh, road racing? And, and car racing on on um, on street courses and stuff. I feel like there's an a, there's a camera in the air to get that kind of stuff. It's an open field. Um, is there another sport like moto where you literally cannot capture everything that's going on in front of you? Like you think about any sport. Like I, I don't know. Uh, do, do the street do the street bike racing in Europe? Do they capture everything? They're 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 hanging above the race, right? It's not even that. It's funny because I do see these complaints, especially on Vital, where they're like, no one else misses stuff like this. But when you watch MotoGP, they essentially do the same thing. They follow the leaders early. If there's a battle for the lead, if there's not a battle for the lead, they show the next closest battle to the front. Maybe it's third and fourth. Oh, so they do miss stuff. JT, how many times on a MotoGP broadcast do you hear them say, wait, there's been a crash. Someone's gone down. Who is it? Who is it? And then they they cut the camera and a guy's getting up. Yeah, they can only hear it. 
they can literally yeah. hear the crash in their headset yes. because of the other cameras, and they have to go find it. Okay, so I was yeah, thinking it happens all the time. I was thinking all, a, all the time. I was thinking a sport like that could have a camera in the sky because it's no trees really, right? You're 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 in a, you're in a big giant open field where these tracks are. You know, yeah, but, it doesn't seem to work that right, way. So right. honestly, I feel like first any stick and ball comparison is absolutely ridiculous. Yes, because there's one ball, and you just keep the camera on the one ball, and you're good. Um, and I feel like other racing, I really don't think it's that different. I know that's probably making people puke right now, but again, I watch MotoGP every weekend, and the amount of wait, someone's gone down, we don't know who it is. Oh, and he's getting up. Right. Okay. Happens so all yeah. the time. All right. So yeah, we have it in that sport too. Then right. Yeah, and okay. NASCAR. Dude, the final laps of the race went, wait, there's a caution. And then they look, and there's a car that's already smashed into the wall. Uh, I, I, happens all the time. I just, I wouldn't make the executive decision to follow a guy whose bike who's smoking. Like, that's not that big of a deal, uh, you know, for that long, that JT said it was there for a long time. I don't know if I would follow. I, you know, when you have a guy catching a dude from 15 seconds back, I don't know, whatever. It, it is what it is, but. You know. Yeah, I'm, I, I wouldn't disagree with you on that. Right, right. I don't know how much is hindsight. You know, right. we, we, we now know that the Ferrandis thing wasn't a problem. We now know Tomac was about to go nuke. Yeah. Um, this, this Phil, I believe his name is Filthy Phil on Twitter that said he wanted to see that 216 lap. Yeah. Again, you have to know the 216 lap is coming before it starts. Well, that gentleman used to race at a high level. So Really? Yeah. Oh, filthy <laughs> Phil, eh? Yeah, yeah. He used to filthy race. Phil. And then, yeah, hasn't done much <laughs> racing in a long time. Oh. But, uh, Team well, manager, I think. I think really the only thing you can take away from this is that we have to be, uh, not us, but just head on a swivel. Like, if you have to be ready to pivot and go to someone else if if something like that is, is shaping up, right? If if a battle's forming, if Tomac looks to be closing, like you know what I mean? Like, they're, I don't know any other way to do it other than just be ready to pivot very, very quickly. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, again, I, we all knew it was going to come at some point. So to maybe get there a little early isn't really an error, uh, right? I just I uh, thought you could see yeah. more than your race feed, though. Don't you have a little monitor with a few cameras on it? Uh, they can show us replays and stuff, but I can't explain enough. The okay. cameras can only track no, I know. one thing at a time. No, so what else would they show? Because, well, say the, the, say the dude's coming up to the finish line, well... You know, the other camera is still shooting the action of the mechanics area, aren't they? Uh, but but you'd be surprised. That camera shooting the mechanics area, they might turn 180 degrees to shoot the other side of the track. It doesn't. Oh. They're not stationary. Like, you, you this camera, you're going to shoot the first turn and the fourth turn and the eighth turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to turn and yeah. swivel. Right. That kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so. It is not as easy to yeah, – that's the beauty of Supercross, that you this, can see the whole stadium with one camera, and you can just say, stay on Ferrandis while the bike is smoking, this, and we'll take care of the rest. JT, you've, you've done the spotting job. Does, does Bondo ignore the spotter? Is it, no, is it, not at all. Is his, his call? It's Bondo's call, but the, the spotter for, – for outdoors, it's difficult, right, because you're working off of a screen. In Supercross, you have the benefit of a screen. Also, you have a, the benefit of looking out and seeing the entire stadium. Of so, course, yeah. It you know it's it's a different well, dynamic than it is for Supercross. It, it's almost the same as as the cameras because you're limited as a spotter to what the cameras are. Right. Well, maybe time yeah. to get Kellen back think, in. Yeah, time I to get Kellen back uh, in there. I mean, I don't think he ignores the spotter. No, not at all. He, not yeah. in my experience, anyway. Yeah. Well, I just mean like as far as like uh, I I mean he, it's just he, if the spotter's like hey uh, the jet is coming jet is coming but Bondo's like I think 
this smoke coming from this Yamaha is more important. But if but if you're the spotter and you can't see anything other than the screens, you have to be really, really perceptive and ahead of the game on yeah. the lap times to know that that's coming. Well, let's get Kellen back in back in there. Kellen Brower. I have to say, we even had our buddy Mitch Kendra was uh, spotting during practice, and we did get hot laps the last two weeks because I, I had I volunteered Racer X guys to spot during practice when they don't really don't have a spotter, and well, I think it actually did help. Well, I just you volunteered Kellen so he can understand and not go off on everybody every time he can. So, yeah. And they said he did a good job, so um, there you go. Well, he, he put his money where his mouth is. Listen, if Kellen, and actually I didn't know how Kellen did, but he didn't just focus on MXGP guys, did he? Or foreigners, or just, like, just Marvin. Yeah, Marv and Ferrandez. <laughs> just and, Marv and Ferrandez. I'm looking for Lupino. I don't see him. <laughs> yep. Um, no, it was good. I could tell. Like I was watching just during practice, I could tell. Like all of a sudden, Shimoda was on a heater, and they cut to him, and I'm like, "That's that's Mitch." Right. Saw. Wait, he's going fast. Get number thirty. Wow. Yeah. I'll refrain um, from. I, I, I'm actually going to refrain from saying something. I'm, I'm, I'm growing up. Okay. I'm, I, I don't disagree. Um, I was not. You know, I would have loved to have seen the, the, the Tomac catching Roxon. Obviously, would have been great TV. I can't argue with any of it. I had something to say um, about the spotter in general, but I'm, I'm going to just—I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I don't know what the decisions were. There. Right. I don't know who who saw what and who decided not to, or maybe you they got, decided. I don't know. I don't. Right, know. right. Just get somebody in the spotter's job who's knows what's going on, knows what's going on in the sport, knows everything. That's all. Okay. Um. So weed's not your fault. Yeah, but I understand the complaints. Like I'd be complaining too if I was watching. And you know, I, I can tell people and you, the ins and outs, but I don't expect them right. to know that. Like when I'm watching the NBA Finals, I don't follow the sport closely enough to know any of that stuff. I just I'm watching the TV show, and then when it's over, I turn it off. So you did miss the pass, though, Tomac on Roxon. You missed it. I think we cut to it as he was passing it. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So, Steve, you were there. Did you actually see the Tomac charge? Oh, actually, JT, you were also. Did you see oh, it? Yeah, yeah. I oh, didn't, yeah, of course. We didn't see the pass, though. It didn't happen where we could see it. But, uh, um, yeah, you could see it. Oh, dude, yeah. You, you know, you're, like, looking at look, no internet, so no laptops, nothing like that. But you could visibly be like, oh, shit. Like, he's get he's going to get him. And Steve, <laughs> Steve and I actually said it before he got into second place. Like, when he was – went into that zone, you're like, if he gets into second here, is 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 there a chance? Like could he catch yeah. Rox and we were both were like, I don't know. Like, no, no. He, he has that look. No, no, to 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 be fair, I'm gonna toot my own horn here my own horn here, JT. You were like you were like, he's gonna get him? And I'm like, it's over. Or I said yes. Oh, okay. or like, and you were like, "Yep." And like, like this was when he was like in third or second, like right. Yeah, yeah. I, I was more. Right. I I will not take credit on my end because I was like, I don't know, maybe. Oh, I, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Um. All right. Well, that's it. So good job, Wage. Way to screw everybody's uh, Saturday up. Imagine if Ferrandis's bike had blown up, we would look like geniuses. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into it, shall we? Um, we're at the wick. There we go. Ferrandis wins again. That first moto, I mean, that was a clinic, JT. That's uh, and he, he. I said to him, look, after the race, I'm like, you never want to say they're easy, but that looked pretty easy to me. You know what I mean? As far as a perfect moto, and then I was kind of expecting him to be like, you know, no, no, no. But he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really surprised myself. I just saved a lot of energy. It was pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, he was. I mean, he was really never challenged. No. I mean, he, he, you know, he had a couple laps in there. 
uh, where, you know, Barsha, they were kind of yo-yoing a little bit and he wasn't putting in perfect laps kind of in the middle. And then all of a sudden he just kind of settled in. And, and I think Barsha, I don't want to say gave up at all, but I think he relented to the fact that he wasn't going to win the moto. And then, yeah, it was pretty much smooth sailing. 19 points now each, five more points. Ferrandez did another win. That's four out of five rounds. Dylan Ferrandez has won. Yeah. And let's be honest, um, that could have been worse. You know, he was, he talked to you after the race. He, you know, he talked to us on TV. Obviously, people saw that after the race. And I, I think he believes he would have gotten rocks. And I think he's being modest by saying I at least would have liked to have challenged him. But, you know, I think he believes he could have gotten Kenny and it would have been even more points. And it took a, you know, demanding that he not run. Yeah, the team, the team, the bike right, the team telling him, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah so, I mean, it really should have been a, a, a one, two. It's even scarier to know that, oh, my gosh, he can actually get a whole shot every once in a while. It's not always going to be horrible. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what stops this. I don't know what stops he, it. He's like, he's got everything. He's got the endurance. He's got the speed. Yeah. If he gets starts, you know, that's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I, that, we, Anders himself, I think he told you the same thing, Steve. Like he didn't think he would have, he wouldn't have hung with Tomac if the bike was fine in the second moto, but Tomac, if, what 50 some points behind that's the whole problem yeah yeah tomac said after the race he thinks he's in it if there's if there's 25 points jt that's when eli says he's yeah in, he's in it but uh he's got a ways to yeah. go to make up 25 points to get it down to 25 points well uh i think tomac only has himself to blame here you know it's not like he had the double moto dnf like yeah. he did yeah. at loretta's last year oh, yeah. I mean, this is oh. this is purely on him and and lack of performance that got him in this position it's interesting though three moto wins for ferrandis rocks and tomac uh so we're all tied with that ferrandis has tied for the third most laps led you know what i mean he he only has one whole shot ferrandis but he's got a, a big lead or fairly good lead anyways well, I, I think the consistency is the thing. You know, he has not finished a moto off the podium yet. Right. That's, I mean, that's everything in this class. And you look how deep it is. It's the deepest class we've had in years. I think that's fair to say. Even without Anderson, even without Osborne. Yeah. You know, we're missing guys. And it's still the deepest it's class we've had. Yeah. To be on the podium every single moto can, with this depth, when you look at how Tomac's fallen off at times, Roxon's been out of it at times, it's pretty remarkable. I, I think it's an under appreciated aspect of the series is that he's been there every single time. Uh, so well, the consistency oh. is because he's so like the endurance and the speed means that he can come from ninth to second or third. That's the whole thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's, yeah, it's all of it. It's resiliency. It's avoiding yeah. mistakes. It's getting yeah. good starts at times like this weekend, like that, but it doesn't have to be every time. Like he's able to yeah. adapt to any situation that's thrown at him so far and figure it out. Um, so, Tomac, second moto again. That's three in a row. What the uh, hell is going on in the second motos, by the way? Because uh, the first moto, he sucked. Like, yeah. Okay. He, Yo, I always have to qualify. This he got the worst people, start people, out of everybody. People out of, freak out when yeah. I say he sucked. Right. Okay. I know he doesn't suck. He's better than I ever was. I got, I got it. Right? I got it. But for him, he sucked in the first moto. And it was nothing like what he's capable of. And that's three races in a row where the second moto has been a completely different guy. I don't know, so, man. Yeah, he's he, what are, I mean, we asked him. We we all asked him in the press conference and yeah. after afterwards, one-on-one interviews, we each put him on his show and and he has no answer. He says it's embarrassing. 
I'm, I'm sure he's more <laughs> frustrated than anyone else could be. Yes. Um, because I, I would have to think that when he's riding around in 10th at the halfway mark, he has to be wanting to just pull the clutch in and blow the bike up. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing that he can be that dominant in a second moto. 8-1. It is so different. Everything about his riding, it looks so much different. You know who 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 used to do a lot of eight ones and stuff or one eights? Dogger, but that was just because he was so tired. <laughs> like Dogger would pull off a seven one one seven, like you like uh, you know all like a lot of those motos. If, I could I can honestly say I don't ever I don't remember like watching Machine at all. Like I have no memory right. of Machine at all. Um, but I, I don't know. I think uh, it's the first time I believe Tomac and Lachine have ever been compared. Kawasaki. They're both Kawasaki. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. They're both yeah. Kawasaki. But, okay. but, many, but, many similarities. No, but, like, <laughs> like again, Dogger's issue was that he was tired, right? And he couldn't back it up and, and whatever. Like, uh, Tomac, that's not yeah. Tomac's problem. Um, but it's no. it's remarkable. Um, it's remarkable to ride that well in that second moto and to get to ride that bad in the first moto. I mean, he started around 10th and got 8th. And yeah, that was it. I mean, there was there was no pace. There was no no anything. I would even say that this second moto here, I think that might be his best ride of the year. Because even the Supercrosses that he won this year, remember we were like, he did win, but, you know, Sexton made a mistake late. Sexton crashed while leading at Houston, too. The Brandis was catching him second moto last week at Redbud. Tomac, he won one, he uh, as- one of the Atlantas, I think, right? That's what I mean. But yeah. remember, he was battling Sexton on the last lap, and yeah. maybe he would wasn't like Dom and oh it, Cade you know? hashtag Cade Cade yes hashtag Cade. So I feel like uh, except for Daytona, he's always good at Daytona. I think this might have been best ride he's put in all year. I, I, I could go with that. Well, first moto, like even weirder, right? Yeah. So the, the only thing I want to ask there, and this is a question, not an answer. What do we attribute uh, Ferrandis's second moto ride to? Do how much did he back it down? Because of the motorcycle, I think he straight up said he had nothing for Tomac, didn't he? Yeah, Did you tell you that Steve. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like okay. bike good. I don't think he expected to be able to do it. Okay. So maybe we only lost. You know, again, I believe he thinks that he could have gotten Kenny. So one position. Okay. He he asked me. We had Tomac. We had Ferrandis on the uh, Pulp Show on Monday, and then after before I did my interview with him, he's like, "Why you didn't ask me any like tough questions?" And I'm like, wow! Well, I said, I, I said, I, I don't know. I said I had a few in mind, but you know, I didn't want to scare you off. He's like, you ask anything, you ask me anything you want, I tell you anything. And I'm like, okay, noted. Wow, <laughs> noted. Okay, so, right. Uh, so I have a question, uh, Steve. You noted there were some uh, questionable questions asked in this PC. Yeah. Can you give us uh, just a, an example of a couple that were? Because I, I was not involved in this, and I have not seen it. But I would love to know some of the questions that you were not pleased with. Uh, hey, Ken, uh, do you feel like you're still in this, or do you think it's over? <laughs> 19 points? <laughs> that was basically one of them. That was one of them, yes. Do you feel you're in it, or do you feel like you're out? Do you feel you yeah, 19 points? Not even halfway five. yet. I, I, I mean, it could be 59 points, and Kenny's not going to say, I'm out of it. You know, True. like okay, I, that's, that's fair. If that was asked, that's fair. Yes, um, among others, but that's the one. Okay. Um, so Roxon second four two on the day for Kenny. Um, he 
he uh, he was more vocal about Redbud after the race than Southwick. <laughs> Still not happy about Redbud. <laughs> the track prep, the track and everything, just the leap and the track and everything. But uh, you know, he, he says he's you know whatever. He didn't. He fought the bike. He said all day at Southwick. wasn't wasn't he, stoked on his bike. I thought he had a good day. You know, he didn't win anything. Right. But I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was pretty resilient. You know, the first moto, he was able to get around AC at the end, which I you know every point counts in this series right now. So I was. I thought that was a good ride. And then the second moto, I mean, he was clearly one of the best guys he was able to separate himself from the pack and then okay tomac goes into the zone that tomac only can and he was able to beat him but i thought it was a really good day for Roxon overall yeah. i think it was uh, fine and solid. I, but don't you think jt anytime you're you're that level and you get caught with a big lead like no matter what like it's it ruins your whole yeah. day yeah you know what i mean yeah but like, I, you, you, I think you all know. these guys know that when tomac goes there good luck yeah like, just good luck right and you, if you wrap, if you can't, I, I don't think there's anything to be gained by trying to ponder beating him when he goes in that level because no one ever has been able to. So I just don't think there's anything to be gained by worrying about it, right? Because yeah. it's so hit and miss, and he and he's proven that he can't do it all the time anymore. So you just write it off and say, "Yep, he was that. You got that one," and then you just move on. And Tomac moved in a third in the points with AP's DNF, uh, and uh, yeah, so. I think Ken's frustration to me is more, and I think he's kind of advertised this, that these days he, he doesn't focus on the result. It's did he ride good or not? And I think he's just not pumped on the way he felt on these last two tracks. And it's not really did he win, get second, third, or fourth. It's do I feel like I was you know flowing or gelling or riding well? He, he seemed a little frustrated to me, Steve, Oh yeah. the last two tracks on the, the hard base sand on top combo. Like he, yep. Whether it was him or the bike or the track. Yeah, he said at Southwick. He, he, yeah, he said he fought the bike all day. Just, just not good. Yeah, so. that and and JT, you would know better than anyone that it seems like he was struggling with the hard top. We're losing times. you. We're losing you a little bit, but that's what happens when you drive in the oh, car and do a podcast. Right. Okay, uh, uh, I, I'm I'm assuming you asked struggling with uh, loose loose surface with a hard base underneath it and. Traction and stepping yep. out. All, yeah, it, and it is. But at the same time, you know, look at the weather conditions. Look what they had to work with. I thought the track was really, really good. And this is not a new, uh, you know, surface for Southwick. Like we we have been struggling with slippery insides and then riding the berm for years. You know, and Steve is Steve always tells the Euros like Southwick's not the same sand that you're used to. Like this has been going on for a very long time. So to me, I think that the biggest challenge is that everyone's going to the paddle tire now and it's only making that nuance even tougher to deal with you know if they went with a neutral tire they wouldn't have such difficulty with traction and and the bike wanting to be all over the place but you know getting the drive and getting the start and all those things take precedence so if you go with a paddle tire and yeah it's going to be even even more critical and you're going to have to be even more careful Paddle, tire, paddle tires are used t- everywhere almost now by a lot of guys. It's, getting there. it's nuts, yeah. It's getting there. I, I talked to Brock Glover actually about that, um, and he said in 2016, Roxon got so frustrated that South like he actually did go with the intermediate tire, and it didn't work. And he, Brock's like, I know 75% of the track the paddle's better, and you, I know the 25 that it isn't is going to be really frustrating, but pick your 75% right. tire instead of your 25. Yeah. Um, yep. Anton tweeted that uh, Eli's Moto2 speed at Southwick would be nice to see on display at Mantova. And uh, oh. 
Travis Marks oh. responded, it would have been nice to see it at Southwick yesterday, to be honest. Oh. Oh, Marks with the cheap shot. Coming in oh. hot. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. Hey, by the way, Weej, uh, you did your your, 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 your dumb pre-show, and uh, that, that, that rut, that, that rain rut that was sponsored by Fox, that was awesome. That was a good good uh, plug there. Oh, that Fox rain rut? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sinkhole. Well, the, Fox, Luke- the Fox sinkhole. <laughs> Foxhole. <laughs> Um, all right Barsha third good job for JB uh he's good at Southwick we kind of forget about that like he's all like he grew up there right rode there a ton and yeah probably should have thought about that more as far as the third uh his second and first moto was good uh second moto he passed uh who did he get late uh Sexton no Webb sorry Webb Webb yeah Webb Webb yeah uh to get that 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 uh, was third overall right there so. And Adam before that, which was pretty interesting. Were you still on the press conference when he was talking about that? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Barsha funny. said that some rider that shall go unnamed chopped him hard off the uh, right at the first turn, right before the right down the start yeah. straight. And then he said, "Well, whatever that guy, you know, I I, I, whip, I I went by that guy at Mach five, so whatever, right?" And then later in the press conference, somebody asked him about the move on AC, and then Barsha said, "So you know who that guy was that I wouldn't name." By naming AC, so, <laughs> so not happy with AC, and but happy that he blew by him. So, um, yeah, yeah. Webb fifth overall. Um, good job for Cooper Webb. He was more in the fight, more in the mix. He's made some changes to his program, which may may or may not include a different location to ride his motorcycle at during the week. But afterwards, we don't he, know that. You're not confirming or denying, right? Like we don't know. Uh, I'm working on that right now, but okay. I, I think I know it. Yes, I do. Um, oh, okay. And he made big – I mean, talking to him after the race in the post-race interview, uh, he said many times how much he's changed his program and how good it feels, and he's made some big steps and big changes. Okay. So So it's not just bike? No, no. Okay. Don't you think that he and Marvin both have to be just crazy frustrated, though? They're starting in the front, and they just get shuffled. Coop was happy about Southwick. Okay, I, yep. it's better. Yeah, better. Yep. But still, they're still getting shuffled back. Marv there, was. There's no way to get around that. I don't know what you talk. Marv won Southwick the last time he raced there. Both both of the last two times, eighteen yeah. and nineteen. And, and then what happened yesterday was shocking. Good starts and shuffled back. That's what that's what's happening. Yep. I mean, you just watch it. They're, they're It's not even. Listen, I, I know what it feels like to get a good start and just get pushed around. It happened to me many, many, many times, and it wasn't to that level, but. I mean, basically, guys like AC and Roxon and these guys are just like, dude, get out of my way. Out of the way right now. That That's what yeah. they're doing to him on the first lap. But- it is so weird. I, I think the Marv thing is even weirder than Coop. I mean, Marv, seriously, has Marv ever had a moto like that at all in both his motos. first? Both, both motos. motos, yeah. Both first motos. moto was worse, but both motos. No, what I'm saying is in all his other years in 450 Nationals, has he even had one moto like that in like four whole seasons? <laughs> Yeah, this and year, every I mean, this year he's had several. Like yeah. That. yeah, yeah, it's every moto. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know he won Salt Lake. Or just been like, ah, man, he just can't run the pace. He won Salt Lake one. You know, he got second in Salt Lake two, and you're like, okay, he's turning yep. around. I, but I think that's I think yep. that's a correlation. I think that's that's what is happening, and I think it's the same for Webb. You look, and I remember watching social media or looking at social media that week. Those guys were motoring down in California on Supercross that week. Like, 
in between. You know, they weren't getting ready for outdoors. They weren't at Paula on Tuesday. They were doing 20-lap Supercross motos throughout that week, and it showed up. They rode really well in Salt Lake, but then now they're not doing well. And it's hard for me to think that those two aren't, you know, there isn't yeah, some relation Web, there. Web Web made mention that we can't do that next year. We, right. we can't we can't do that. So, um, but is that to me? I don't consider that a failure though. Like mission accomplished in Supercross. Yeah, yeah you're I, frustrated now. I know. But if you go back, you know, and that's I'm, I'm just getting to the point that I think if you fast forward to next April and you rewind to last April or this past April, you're going to have a different opinion than you do right now because. The frustration that you're feeling right now will fade. They won't remember that. But that Supercross will be right in their face, and they're going to like, God, i got to do good this Saturday, right? And it's going to be right back to the same thing well, that they, they, they did last year. I'm also like, look, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going to argue with Coop. Like, that's not what he believes. That's what he believes. But uh, at the same time, what are we talking that Webb and Marv missed out on? Uh, five to six outdoor test sessions? Right? No, I think I think it was just the the preparation. I'm not. I don't care about the testing. I think it's the motos after motos after motos during the month of, of April. I, I think that's what they. I don't what think they miss. who's doing motos after motos after motos in April. Lots of guys. I don't Lots know. Of guys. I don't know. Oh, I, I do because I, I lived it. I was around it every day. Yeah, but not these guys. Not in the championship lead. Like Rox is not doing motos and motos and motos. You know what no, I mean? No, but like, I'm saying, but all that's not who they're getting beat by. They're getting beat by Plessinger and they're getting beat by. Lots no, of I know, but when you're in the spot that Roxon and Webb are. Late in the Supercross, they all do that. None of those but guys I'm do motos and, motos and motos. I'm talking about the, the guys that are beating them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you have a Supercross title. Okay. Like, yeah, that's, that's fine. But I'm, but I'm saying, what did they miss out on? They missed out on a ton of preparation but, that these other guys did. Yeah, but if, if you're in the Supercross hunt, you don't do motos and motos, right? So, Agreed. So, you, Agreed. so whatever happens, you can't change your program no, to do motos and, and motos and motos. That's what I said. So next April and this past April – the situation will be the same, and they're not going to change anything. It's going to be the same thing again, in my opinion. And, and you know, what about Dungeon RV? They didn't do motos and motos and motos, and they came out and kicked ass outdoors. You uh, know, sometimes, uh, sometimes they sometimes struggled really well, bad at the opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah at the yeah. opener, but now we're five rounds in. You know, we, we had three weeks off. Sorry, two two weeks off. These guys had, I had three weeks off. These guys had two weeks off, you know, to, to do motos and motos and motos after round after Thunder Valley. Like, this is round five now. Like I get a, yeah. I get a slow opener, and I get all the slow stuff. I don't know what to make of Marv, but I don't know what to make of Marv. Webb is getting better. It's not, it's not to the front yet, but he's getting better. You can see improvement. So maybe it continues to get better. Right. Yeah, he was somewhat satisfied. So um, AC, uh, I really think the biggest news from AC's day was he told me that I don't know if this was public or not. In my interview after the race, probably don't say it then. Okay, that's my that's my <laughs> advice. <laughs> I can't remember if I had a microphone on or not. So then I was like, "Oh wait." Anyway, uh, so, you're terrible. Well, <laughs> he qualified terrible. qualified fastest, and uh, you know he you know he t- he told me like this this I know he told me publicly, like, "Hey man, like I gotta show them I still can do it, right? I still got the speed. This this nerve thing is going is bugging them." And it's hurting his preparation, and it is what it is right now. He's pretty frustrated, but um, you know, at least he like. I think he does hang his hat on the fact that he qualified fastest. He's got to get some sort of victories out of this thing, Weege. Yeah, it makes sense. And and what he's saying, I mean, it is frustrating to see this again. But what he's saying makes sense. Where it would be worse if he was just doing terrible and had no clue why. 
right? Yeah. So you can kind of hang your hat on, well, I have 80% of the puzzle solved and the other 20%. I know what the problem is and I know how to get it fixed. Uh, this nerve problem that he hopes in an off-season surgery this time will solve it. Easy to tell yourself, well, then I got 100% of it dialed and next year I'll win. But this, this is such the right path to take for anybody in the future who's watching this and you're going to make decisions down the stretch of, do I tell people what's up or do I not? This is the way to do it, right? Transparency is the way. Because now we aren't sit here left, you know, left to sit here wondering what's going on. Does he, is he just slow or is he out of shape? Is he not training during the week? No, we know he has a nerve damage in his hand and he can't really hold on anymore. So we, we understand and we don't start making wild assumptions and jumping to conclusions about what's going on. And well, I think there's just something to be learned there. We see in so many times in the past where guys have something going on, they don't tell anybody, and then you just get these really stupid conspiracy theories out there about why people are doing poorly. Well, I agree with you 100%, JT, but now he will get, and he said he's gotten this, you just make excuses. You're just making excuses. That's that's the flip side. Well, yeah, but you're always going to have really dumb people. Oh, I know. Yep, yep. You know, like you just don't don't drop down to the level of people that are really dumb. Right, right. And we could all learn from that, <laughs> myself included. Um, so yeah, there we go. Uh, also breaking news. Adam said, I cannot stay in his motorhome uh, this summer. Um, uh, just not, not interested. Just really hurts my feelings. <laughs> not, not really up for, uh, not for really up for debate either. No, no further. No, no, further no like not even. Allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Like not, uh, he's like, nah, he's like, I haven't read your column in a while, but I bet you've been talking a lot of shit. And I'm like, I'll make it better if it helps me stay in the motorhome, but yeah. Well. I'm surprised. I thought I thought it would have uh, been up for discussion. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not 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 debatable. So, um, Sexton, I do oh. I do really like his blog. I don't love the sponsor of said blog, uh, but I do really enjoy it. So it's a very conflicted twenty minutes of my life yeah. every week. I haven't watched all of them. I need to go back and watch. They're great. I, I know They're the great. one I, I watched. I, one I know. I know. It was I good. struggle with certain yeah. parts of it. Right. I, I very much do. Right. But overall, it's good. He's got to do it on the payroll and everything. Flies him out, you know, whole deal. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's good. The, the production value is good. Everything's good. What about Troll Train's vlog? You ever watch that? I have not watched it. Oh, shocking. Shocking. Well, I don't, it, it doesn't pop up on my YouTube feed, which is really all, the only thing I do. Like, I don't search it out. If it pops up on my YouTube feed, I usually watch it. Are you surprised, yeah, he, Weech? He probably blocked it. Is it possible to block YouTube yeah. feed? Yeah. He yeah, probably he blocked it. Blocked it. Yep. He blocked mm-hmm. it. Um, it's going to be, JT, you going to Millville? I am. Oh, probably, probably won't even you get in the front want, gate. Might want to change your plans. Yep. Well, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but uh, I personally negotiated on behalf of Fly Racing to be the official apparel sponsor of Spring Creek Raceway. So I don't know what you guys are really getting at. I am welcome at Spring Spring Creek Motocross Park, uh, and I will be there. Mm. Was this before or after we thought that Alex would miss the race? Did you then? Start putting deals together. No, this was like three years ago. Yeah, he's happy. He's oh, happy. Okay. Alex is going to miss the race. Happy. <laughs> and he's like, "Fly, we would love to put some money down now that we think Alex will not be racing." <laughs> exactly. Those <laughs> uh, guys are ridiculous. Sec- is he in? I think he's in. Right. I don't. I don't know. I need to check with him. Yeah, I don't know. If he was oh. riding like pretty well, you know, a week ago, I would. I would think so. Yeah, I agree. We'll get to his brother here shortly. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sexton. <laughs> Uh, said he last week that uh, his four eight was unacceptable and he was gonna not even bother to train. And then he said this week, uh, you know, this was worse. But he did promise me that Millville will, go, will will he will do better at Millville. 
So don't you guys think he's like a little bit behind schedule? What do you mean? It's not living up to the hype. Yeah, I, sure. th- I thought he would w- have yeah. won a moto by now. I really do. Yeah. I, and I don't think there's no reason to panic. Like, no, re- don't freak out. Nothing to worry yeah. about. But my personal expectations, which mean nothing, I thought he would be better than this right now. Like, sitting here almost halfway, I thought he would be doing better. Yeah. Yeah, I would think if you talk to people before the series, you, you could flip a coin between who will, who will do better, Ferrandis or Sexton, right? You could make arguments either side. And it hasn't even, there's no question who's been better. Yeah. So I just thought he would be yeah. a, a podium mainstay in motos like not every time but yeah. well you know one out of three or something he'd be a third or second yeah. he, and then it maybe a win but he hasn't been really anywhere near that lately. he lost paula right late whatever that what whatever when did yep. he get passed for paula like no he almost passed ferrandis oh last. was that it okay he was on ferrandis for yeah he almost passed ferrandis right um and we haven't seen that yeah we haven't seen it yep. yeah um uh, Marvin eighth. I don't know. We just touched on that already. Uh, Dean Wilson ninth. That's a season best for Dino. Uh, I think he passed Savachi the last lap. Yeah, I sent him a text about that. I, I but then he got mad at me because I posted a photo of him looking like a goon coming out of a berm. But um, uh, I like to see that last lap. Nothing to gain. Nobody gives a shit. And dude, he was all over Joey. He was tired as hell, and he got him. And I just, I just like that. You know, nobody cares. Nobody's watching. Yeah, but I mean, that's what you're doing the whole time. Like, no, chase I know. this guy the entire moto. But like, he he cares though. And that got and him the ninth. Team, the team cares. And that got him ninth overall. Yeah. Yep. So that's. I mean, that does matter. Yep. Yep. But um, I just like to see that some guys just mail it in. It was literally four turns left. You know. Uh, good job, Dino. Joey tenth. Uh, Craig eleventh. Craig had a bad crash in practice. Said it kind of set the day off for him, and then he crashed twice in one moto. So not not a great day. AP. Third place in Moto One, really good ride. Bike blew up or something happened to the bike. Moto Two. They, uh, I talked to him last night. They switched motors on a preventative level, basically just to make sure that everything would be good. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they switched motors, something got into the motor, uh, and yeah, they could hear it bouncing around, and uh, yeah, took the motor out with it <laughs> soon. Soon after it was over. Yeah. Yeah. Um. AP's, but that third, and I mean, again, Weege, AP just running third at Southwick all day in 450 class, like no problem. Yeah, and I don't yep. really consider, I, I didn't think sand necessarily would be his thing or whatever you want to call this, yeah. hard yeah. on the inside, sand on top. Like, I don't think that's necessarily a specialty. So to me, that's actually really impressive. I agree. Yeah, I thought that was really, really good yep. again. And, and Kenny got him a little bit, couldn't get, couldn't get by him. Uh, AP pulled out, and, you know, so. Yeah, if there's, if there's one guy, if there's one guy who the, you know, revamped style of track prep we've been talking about, the less slot cars that actually gets hurt by that. It's him, and he's still doing awesome. Yeah, and he's better, right? Uh, Hartraft, yeah. Hart uh, 13th overall. A couple good rides for him. Jer- Pit, Sand Pits of Jersey, Weech? Okay, no, yeah, but he told me even those aren't as gnarly as this. Even those aren't as gnarly, but pretty stark improvement, I feel like, the last two races all of a sudden. Yep. Uh, yeah. Canning, 14th. Uh, good job for Chris Canning. That jump was big that he did that's big yeah you guys see that on instagram everybody yeah. see that yeah um but the secret he told me was you cannot make the corner after that it was never no. doable in the race no i was uh, that's where uh, steve and i were watching all day and i uh, looked at it really close and i'm like yeah it's imp- like it's cool that's really cool but it's it's really impractical as far as doing wow. even even for time qualifying he wouldn't have been able to stop there's no way it's still i just think of all the years that we've been to going to southwick and that section stayed the same you know, that's always been there. That's exactly been that way. And no one has jumped that before. Everybody's looked at it. I mean, we've all looked at it. 
But yeah, it's cool that he actually did it. Dowdy or Henry or KJ jumping or Pat Botton? Anybody? No. They're known. They're known for that kind of thing. I saw Treadwell too. Treadwell was there. He's a he's a beauty. He almost died. God, did he tell you the the, yes. all the details? Yes. Oh my did. gosh! Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and and then and then Weege, you saw KJ and Dowdy and did you said Henry too was on a dozer? Yeah, yeah he was right by Doug us. I he was he was on a skid steer like twenty feet from us, Steve. Doug Henry? Yes. Yeah. Huh. Like right behind us. You know where the the first class zone tent that I pointed yeah. to was? Yeah. He was right next to that in a skid steer. <laughs> what a crew of track tra- dozer operators. Just, yes, <laughs> Keith Johnson, Doug Henry, and, and John Dowd are working the track. Right, it's amazing. That's pretty funny. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I saw Treadwell too. That's uh, I was sad. I didn't realize the injuries were that bad. He's doing okay. Yeah. Now, but yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Those guys are the gnarliest. He he, uh, gnarly. he loved the story that Newf told on our show maybe like a month ago. Treadwell was team manager and racer at KTM Canada, and <laughs> Newf's bike broke on the last lap with the finish line in sight, and Treadwell. Stopped in the middle of the race, said you better push your bike up there or you're not you, you won't have no ride next week, and then took off. Mid moto mid moto manager <laughs> advice to his rider and then took off. Treadwell. <laughs> oh, it's great. Um uh, so Rod they're Bell the gnarliest guys. They're Rod, the gnarliest guys up there. The, Henry told me that they were on dozers at four thirty. He said I was in a dozer from four thirty to four thirty. Four thirty AM, four thirty PM in a skid steer. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah, right, I believe it. Uh, Summer Rod Bell, is it here? I think it is. He got. He went. He said he got a regular job back. He got his H his HVAC oh, job there back. There it is. Yep. He's he's working now. Gotta um, go back to the fundamentals. Crawling in attics, <laughs> and uh, and fifteen sixteen on the day for Rod Bell. It's funny though. Like Chiz showed up right, and then uh, and A Ray of course underneath the tent, and like after the, I interviewed Rod Bell and A Ray and. They both use Chiz as like the as like the guide. Like Rod Bell's like, "Hey man, I got Chiz. I got Chiz late, and it was good." And then A Ray's like, "Ah, Chiz got me. Ah, Chiz got me." Like it's somehow Chiz is the benchmark for these dudes. It's just, I don't even know. Uh, a Ray's mid pipe broke. Guy uh, Mitch. Hey, I just want to say I'm Rod Bell, our guy Mitch Kendra from Racer X. He was shooting photos. He said at one point in one of the motos, the, the crowd was going nuts forever. At one point, and Rod Bell came out of a corner, and the crowd was going crazy. And mid moto, he just fist pumped the cheering fans just during, <laughs> during a battle. <laughs> oh man! Um, like yeah, guys, yes, yeah, yeah, right on. This is great. Thanks for cheering, right? Did you guys have? I got DM'd uh, Max Anstey's chick. Did you guys see that? Did you hear about this? You D- no. you were DMing Max Anstey's no, chick. No, no, I got a DM from Max An- from somebody who posted what Max Anstey's chick posted somewhere. I, yeah, there's a lot happening in this, I know, in this conversation but, so far. So Max had a bike problem in the first moto, and second moto he crashed. His wife is not happy. Wife or girlfriend? Not sure. Not My happy. Wife. What? What was she? What she say? Not happy with the uh, risking his life to ride this piece of crap bike or something like oh, that. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shots fired. Like Can we get a uh, Dusty Pipes or Adam Wheeler? Or sorry, Chris Wheeler comment? Yeah, I think we can. Yeah. Okay. RM Army, we'll get that on there. But yeah, not happy. Um, Anstey's significant other yeah we interview Anstey every week on our twisted t best post show ever and, and his frustration was that he had never actually been to southwick which i didn't realize i thought maybe he did it once in his 250 days but i think he's like this was my day this was this was the track for me you know and they may have bike problems 
Yeah, but yeah, he wasn't really yeah. riding like this was his day. He qualified. <laughs> he qualified 16th or something. Like I, yeah. I wasn't going to pick him in fantasy. He, I mean, he was he was not really better than Brandon Hartraft in my opinion, which is nothing yeah. wrong with that. But I don't, I don't to say this was my day is is a bit much in my opinion. A Ray's. Uh, we all thought A Ray lost his muffler, or we thought his packing blew out. It, his mid pipe broke. The bolt was still there. He wanted me to tell everybody. All I know is I had to hold my ears every lap. And then at some point he disappeared, and Davey's like, "Either I'm deaf or A Ray's DNF'd." <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good one. Um, Gosh, Bogle seventeenth, Stepek eighteenth, Meshi Groves Runkles, Runkles got two points. Cheers. Anything else? Four fifty wise. Shock. Cody, Cody Shock. Oh, Cody Shock. Yeah, is he uh, hurt now? No, I he's fine. No. His bike was nope. his bike broke. But didn't we just, you said something about hoping he's okay or something before the second moto? Well, they moto? just said he's pulled out of the second moto. Oh, he's not going to race. And I'm like, okay. okay. And it turned out they uh, – I saw him at the airport. Yeah, they couldn't get the bike. They thought it was electrical. They swapped out all the electrical stuff, and it turned out it wasn't electrical, and it was too late to do anything else. So they just didn't race. Okay. Um, yeah, so all I heard he wasn't racing. And then hilariously – I ended up going to hang out with some more local privateers at Southwick, which is one of the fun, most fun things to do all year. And I'm like, any guys make it today? And one guy's like, I was the one alternate. I was the one alternate in Moto2 because Shock didn't race. So I see Shock at the airport. I'm like, hey, I talked to the guy that got to race because you didn't. And he's like, yeah, I stayed down there. I even packed the gate for him because I knew I wasn't <laughs> going to go out. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's like, I was in my gear waiting for my bike. I had boots on. So I was like, I might as well pack the gate. <laughs> Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, he qualified like I don't know seventh or was it worse than that at the end? But and then was running eleventh or whatever, and the moto looked yeah. good, and then went down, and 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 then bike broke too. So bummer for Cody Shock. Yeah, his improvement. He said at one point he had pulled away from Hartraft. I didn't know they used to race each other all the time, like at English Town growing up. Uh-huh. And I'm like, were you ever capable of pulling away for Hartraft your whole life? And he's like, no, never. Like he's beat me every time ever. And he said the guys like Runkles. He's like, those are the guys I always battled. He's like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I had a He's just I, I had way a, better now. I had a team manager from like a factory team, two fifty team that was like, that dude's good. That dude's really good. Mm-hmm. And like, uh-huh. he was impressed to the point where I'm like, are you like looking at him type deal? You know, like, yeah, that could happen. I wouldn't rule it out. Huh? You think he's that good for an OEM factory ride? Don't you feel that he did in Supercross what you need to do, which is show a few flashes, and then the teams always think, well, we'll handle the rest, right? Yeah. I feel like he did that. Yeah. I don't think he's going to win 250 Supercross. I, I don't right. believe that. Nobody's saying but, that, yeah. Uh, I, well, I think if you're talking about is he good enough for OEM, you know, that's that's always the, the question. But he is he is very, very impressive. I hope he gets a shot somewhere. I, I You know, like whether or not maybe even just Honda steps up to help him more on the team he's on. Have like, you ever I talked to him, JT? I have not. He is not. a really good dude, really cool dude. Yeah, I'm. I'm a fan already. Right, respectful, so, yeah, like, like respectful, that. well-spoken, like good. super cool guy. Um. So, uh, all right, four fifties. Anything else? Freddie Norn, bad day. Yeah, DNF, DNF isn't great. Nope. Bobby Pizza, Phil. bad day. Phil. Phil, bad. Phil bad year. Phil's out. Bad year. Phil's out. Phil's out. It's terrible. Yeah. But we got to get Phil's team manager. We got to make this happen. Well, he's so positive and everything. He'll uplift that team for sure. Um, I mean, for our own comedy, we just need Phil around. What's who's Ricky Randanella? 
And why does he spell his name R-I-C-C-I? Because he's Italian, bro. Uh, there was Jim a, Tan Laundry. There was a hockey player with that last name spelled that way, and it was Mike Ricci. Everybody, yeah, that's, name, well, that's why That's you answered your own question. So is it Ricky or Ricci, Randanella? And we just from Ricci. He, My from, guess yeah. would be Ricci. Oh, Ricci Randanella. Okay. Ricci's from Jersey. That's yeah, total Jersey you're, name. Going down, you're you're continuing continuing down the same rabbit hole. All right. Okay. Well, good job to him. Qualified well. Uh, the first unseated practice in the Tivity class didn't end up being really fast at all. Uh, Track was really yeah, deep. Yeah, just really deep. All right. Well, Weege was out there with Fox uh, sinkhole. So. Uh, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Speaking of Fox, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, of course, when it comes to Fly Racing, Zach Osborne, who is at the races for the team and just can't talk to any of us. That's it. Just just can't talk to any of us. Can't come by. I never saw uh, him. I, I've uh, talked to him last two weekends, so I don't what? know. Maybe it's something about you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. When? As a matter of fact, this reminds me. This oh. reminds me. We have a, an on-air correction of uh, your factual inaccuracies, Steve. Oh. Uh, I saw Paul Delorier talking to him. Sacco yep. came over. I was like, hey, Paul, we did a uh, rebraceables on High Point 97. I thought you got the credit for being Bradshaw's mechanic. And he's like, I was. And I'm like, no, Mathis said you're not. And he's like, I was. And I'm like, Mathis said you did not become mechanic until after that. And he's like, nope, it was April, Charlotte Supercross. I was the mechanic when Bradshaw won High Point 97. And I'm like, oh. Okay, I- I'm off by a Ooh. month. Sorry. Ooh. Sorry, I'm off by a, a month. print a retraction. Okay, well, he, did he tell you about how he was pressuring Bradshaw's mechanic and broke his femur? Because <laughs> yes, exactly. that's that's the story I run with. <laughs> yeah, 24 years you've been telling this story incorrectly. He no. was a mechanic for Bradshaw, high point 97. Okay? But nothing. he didn't talk about the broken leg and all that? <laughs> Not the pressure. And then Zacho came over, and I think we just made fun of you for like the next 20 minutes. Well, screw you, Zacho, because I don't know. Like, he's like, I, I te- he's like, I'm busy, bro. Like, yeah, you're super busy, Zach. Yeah, super busy with like three guys over there. I realize working with RJ Hampshire is probably a full time job, but still, all right, Zacho, still. Um, thanks. Can we the fo- go there first? Can we go there first? Two fifties. No, we got to do my ad reads. All right, I, this Hampshire thing is it's, my mind. It blo- this is why they had the mind blown emoji. Yeah, we can we can talk about RJ first before we because okay, it's because JT and I were. Uh, also in disbelief a few times out there watching yes. us. Thank, um, you. Thank you. Uh, so thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, the new gear, JT, will be debuted at Washougal. So like that two short weeks away. Uh, the new Fly 2023, 2022, sorry, Fly Racing gear will be there. Uh, Brayton, Osborne, uh, where Fly Racing, Bogle, Savachi, of course. Uh, they support a lot of privateers. And with the Formula Helmet, it's fantastic. And... Uh, yeah, please check it out Fly Racing. Go to motorsport.com and check out all the latest and greatest from Fly Racing. And uh, they got uh, mountain bike stuff as well, watercraft, snowmobile. If you want to get an early jump on snowmobile stuff, JT, you can start. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of all this messaging, yes. Okay. Much better than we, the weed show. Right, right. Uh, so flyracing.com, uh. thank you to those guys. And, of course, Motorsport, Renthal, Maxis, and uh, Cobra Links all on board with us as well. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Maxis Tires, SGB Maxis team. Keeping track of A-Ray's parts used. Uh, the summer rod bell is here with those guys, and they're using Maxxis tires. So please check Maxxis out, whether you want a tire for a mountain bike, for a dirt bike, for a uh, light truck trailer. Uh, 
all that kind of stuff. Check it out, Maxis.com. And thank you, of course, to the folks at uh, Cobo Links as well. Uh, lowering links for all types of motorcycles built and uh, built in, in Boise, Idaho. Code PulpMX to get free shipping and uh, save some money with Cobo Links. Give yourself some better confidence, improve your plushness. If you're a shorter person and you need to lower that bike a little bit, go to Cobo Links and, uh, and please check that out. Also, thanks to the folks at uh, Arma. They got the new Hydrate is out. Adam Seen Cirillo, Nick Way, Jeremy McGrath, Chad Reed, just a few of the guys using Arma. And oh, McAdoo as well. Who's looser, by the way, McAdoo or Hampshire? This was a debate that I was having with uh, one Nick Way. Ooh. Outdoors or Supercross? I think, I think I just posed the question as in general. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> can't, can't even answer. I'll go a draw. Okay. <laughs> uh, Arma, Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with Arma. Get some blitz, get some hydrate, get some uh, fire, and uh, make it all work. And Weej, uh, you're driving right now, uh, but if you needed to stop and find your way around, uh, you would have an app for that. Yeah, I'm driving to New Jersey to hang out uh, with Richie Randella uh, and whoever else I can find. I'm going back to New Jersey, and if I wanted to figure out where to ride, I would use Onyx Maps. I would go to onxmaps.com or Onyx Off-Road in the App Store and figure out places to ride. They have 500,000-plus miles of trail. If the e-bike, mountain bike rider probably could use it. Jeremy McGrath does for his mountain bike rides, so highly he, recommend he it. And, uh, yeah, you can download the maps so you can use it even if you don't have service, which is often the case when you're deep in the woods. Fantastic. Thanks to those guys for sponsoring the podcast. And thank you, people, for listening to the uh, uh, Southwick Review. Uh, RJ Hamsire, JT, the floor is yours. Listen, I don't, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, the guy, <laughs> the guy could be winning races. He could be winning nearly every moto he enters. But he's got to find a way to stay off the ground. <laughs> now, but, the question okay. is, if he backs it off and stays off the ground, is he going to be going fast enough to win? Right, that's the question that I don't, I can't answer. Right, is is does one thing have to happen for another thing to be possible? You could make a case that he could have won the last three nationals. Absolutely, he could be do, three in I a think row. He's the fastest guy in the class right now. Weege? Yeah, I'm right there with JT. It's easy to say, oh, what a heartbreaker! He could have won the last three, which he definitely could have. But I'm not sure that the two things are disconnected. If he didn't, if he went that, could he go that fast without crashing? I don't know. I mean, it's like the most basic truth of racing, right? You have to go as fast as you can while being in control. Is it just bad luck? I mean, at this point, this many crashes. And by the way, they're almost always the same crash, right? It's like a Marty Davalos push of the front. Did they show on TV? Did they show him trying to get back on the track, climbing over that berm? Yes. Oh, Oh, so brutal. I don't think Steve saw it. It was heartbreaking, yes. and also the the comedic value is also really high. Yeah, um, yeah, oh, man, there was a lot going on there. Yeah, he went, he got off, he crashed, got off the track, and then there was like a shelf to get back on the track, and he could not get over it, and he almost crashed two more times. I mean, I told him up. What is it? Is it six crashes in four motos? Seven? I, I don't know. Eight. It's phenomenal. That's unbelievable. It's, I, I've never seen anything quite like it. Like, yes, we've seen dudes that crash, but I've never quite seen this many. It's he, nuts. He's elevated his game. There's no doubt. He's never been this good outdoors. Uh, the class is, you know, we see some, we saw some guys graduate, but still, he's never been this good consistently outdoors. But 
yeah, he just it's it's amazing. It's amazing. He's throwing away hundreds of thousands of dollars here by not being able to stay on two wheels. But two we got to admit a high point. A high point. He could have easily won those two motos. He didn't ride over his head. He right. wasn't crashing. That yeah. one wasn't his fault. Right. But these last two, and it's again. I feel like every crash is the same. But it's been in Supercross too. You know, it's not like this is a uh, some new dynamic. You know, go back to uh, Tampa 2020, and he's in the in the battle to try to win, and he goes or has to go around the finish line jump because he crashes off the track. Like there, there's a a very particular pattern here. Well, some of us put some money down on him. Really thought he'd take the next step. Well, I, I think can't. the speed. I think the speed he has, yeah. but he's he has got to find a way to eliminate these mistakes, or at least. At least minimize them, right? Uh, At least take fifty percent of them away. It, you know, it, something. It is crazy though, JT. You made this mention. Like he's got these guys covered in speed right now. Everybody. He, he is the fastest guy, in my he, opinion. I, I think one lap. Okay, Justin Cooper is very, very good at that. Yeah. But I, I don't care about that. In the race, he has the the fastest pace week in and week out. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. He can just ripped through the pack, right? Um. But uh, yeah. That's that's RJ Hampshire, everybody. It's exciting. It's exciting. Thank you, RJ. Um, Sounds like uh, I think he ends up staying there, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I was. I think that I, I, he had. He had not, last time I talked to him about it, he hadn't had a contract, but they told him he was good. Right, right. And I mean, for now, like, right? Wouldn't you get that piece of paper right now? I, I have a feeling that's yeah. yeah what, like, if there were, if there was any uncertainty there, um, I think he has given reason for that to be gone. Uh, Hunter Lawrence, we each won one. Hunter Lawrence's first uh, the overall win in America. And uh, a great day, dominating. The best guy. Yeah, I think this was kind of what we all thought was going to come eventually, uh, even the way he did it. Um, I expected – eventually we all knew Hunter was going to win a national, right? And yes. I think we also – I think you even picked him to win the title. Did you pick him to win the title? No, JT, you picked him to win the title? I said Hunter would beat Jet in points. Okay. I think you picked Justin Cooper, Steve. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think the reason that he was on some people's list at the top – is because you expect him to win it, but also do it in a more um, like experienced manner. Like, yes, RJ was faster, but it really looked like Hunter was putting himself in the right places, doing the right things, managing the motos the right way uh, as one of the more well-traveled, experienced guys in the class. So he won, he was strong, he was tough, and he was smart. And I feel like that's what we knew. Eventually, we'd see that type of day from him at some point. I don't think we're talking enough about the Honda bikes either. They're good. They look good, man. It's true. Those guys have done a really good job. I think they're better than the Geico bikes just because they can concentrate a bit more on two guys, you know. Uh, the bikes look good. so That's making me wonder if that's going to open some eyes of uh, other teams. Thinking like, well, the formula has always been four or five guys. Maybe we would be better off. Well, Weege, they, they just signed another amateur. It should be out soon. Um, so, yeah. like, I thought – I thought it's like, ah, shit, Geico folded. We love the Lawrence brothers. We got to take them on, right? We don't want to lose yeah. them, but but we need to find a partner ASAP, whether it's uh, uh, Eller, whether it's Michael Lindsay or, you know, a new team. Like, we got to find yeah. we got to find a partner. Um, but no, like, they're they're good. They're committed to the 250 program over there. So Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. Uh, which yeah, I didn't we'll think. I just thought this would be a stopgap till they could find somebody. But I guess not. So I agree. Yeah. every other manufacturer does it differently right. these days, uh, except Husky. So, yeah, I thought so, too. Right. And it's just like, oh, the Lawrence brothers are good. They fell on our lap. We'll definitely take it. But yeah. So you're saying they'll have another young guy in 
yeah, whatever, a couple of years yeah, because on that team. I would think, does Jet go up after Kenny, right? There's no chance they lose Jet. Like, they, they would sign no. Jet to a 10-year deal no. maybe right now. No, they, they probably already gave him one of the Honda Jets. <laughs> right, exactly. Whatever you want. So, <laughs> you know, they'll just slide somebody in the 250 side. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. And then I don't know what a hunter. Like, I, I don't know. Like, Sexton, all in, I would keep Sexton forever. In, or not forever, but you know what I mean? I, I, his, his path is, on, is upward. So, anyways, we could see a Honda for three 450s and two 250s and be like the old days. Powerhouse Honda yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, Joe Schmoes. Yeah, he made up a ton of points, by the way. What, how, he's not down that many now. No, he, 20, he, he's 20, 20, he's done 26. In this class, that's totally doable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my yeah. prediction of Hunter having more points than Jet may turn out to be correct. Oh, all which, right. Which Jet was giving me shit for, but suck it, Jet. <laughs> um, Joe Schmoda, uh, second overall, JT. I Pretty did, strong. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. Japanese guys are good in the sand, but I guess they are. I don't know. He is. Uh, he has made incredible strides in 2021. Uh, I, I think he's flown under the radar a bit, but I would say he's the most improved rider of, of the year, Supercross, indoor and outdoor. Can, do you get do you, you don't get the PRs, JT, from Cowie, do you? I do not know. Weed, you get him. Yeah. Can we change Joe's photo? Can we change that photo out, Cowie? Steve, go back into some old one. It'll make your day. Really? Uh, the photos are great. Okay. Yeah. That photo looks yeah. like he was caught looking in a window late at night or something. Like he, he looks like he, like the flash went off and he's like, I don't know, man. We got to change that photo. <laughs> I hung out with uh, Mitch Payton for an hour or two last night. Oh boy! Uh, a couple beverages were had. Oh boy! Oh, good good that, times. That's were had odd. By all. That's odd. Yeah, good times were had by all. Right. Uh, yeah, they're they're very very happy with Shimoda as they should be. Uh, what about the other rider? Um, let's just say we had a brainstorming session. <laughs> uh, there were a lot of theories thrown out, a lot of possible solutions thrown out. I don't think we really nailed it as far as <laughs> right uh, right. We, I don't think we fixed anything, wow. but we certainly addressed all of the possibilities. I will say that. Like, I don't think there's any stone that has been unturned at this point. Um, it's not good. Uh, he crashed second moto, but he wouldn't have done much better than his 14th in moto one. Austin Forkner. No, it's not, it's not know, going dude. well. And, and, and what happened to Hammaker? He was coming back. He was taking a race off. We all know that he's, you know, He's got some blood stuff going on or whatever, but like, is is that just it? Is Hammaker, is he not coming back? I guess. The, the PR has been very vague. Right, very vague. So I don't know if Hammaker's coming back. But uh, Mitch, you look at that Marchbanks guy. He's doing well. Oh. <laughs> um, but Shimoda, second overall. Good job, Joe Shimoda. Justin Cooper, third overall. Uh, again, crash in the first lap of Moto One. So that kind of set him back from there. He had, I don't know. He, was he outside the top 20? I think he was, right? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He, he was he pretty much last. He yeah, he was got, last. Yeah. Was he really? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you know, on the start, you hook a right, yeah. and then it climbs up that first, like, little tabletop yeah. thing? Yep. He crashed, but he high-sided over someone going up that on the first lap. So hey. he was, I mean, he was last. Okay. Because first time I saw him, I thought he was, like, the 20th. So that was a good job. Um, yeah. I saw the crash. It yeah. was not violent. He kind of, like, got off balance, and then he, like, 
right. hit somebody's rear tire with his front tire and kind of fell over. But it was right in the you know the start. Right. Uh, Nichols fifth overall. I did a interview with him after the race, and it was hilarious. He he was talking about how he really felt he was ready for Paula, and then he was like, "What the hell just happened after Paula?" He he yeah. he it was pretty pretty good pretty honest interview pretty good. So that fifth overall, I mean that yep. you know that's that's Nichols that's fine. There's nothing wrong with fifth overall for Colt Nichols. No. Uh, the Jet? Yeah. Anybody? The Jet uh, crashed on Jalik Swole's, uh, landed on Jalik Swole in Moto 1. Um, but the Jet, anyone? Yeah, it wasn't good. I mean, the Swole thing obviously was not his fault. That was Swole crashing and right. saving it and, and Jake got the, on the wrong end. But I mean, the riding was not spectacular at any point. Not qualifying. The motos were okay. Um, he hadn't been there before. I, I don't rate that super highly. Um, people always talk about the learning the tracks. How, Steve, how many, for example, GP guys have come over and in their first national or their first year in the nationals is like their best. There's been plenty of dudes who get worse through the years. They don't automatically gain. So I don't put a ton of stock in the not having been there before. Maybe mm-hmm. that was the case this time. Like, okay, again, what was the first national for Sebastian Tortelli, Steve? Uh, Glenn Helen, 99, yeah. Yes, the best race he ever had. Villeman's best year in the United States in the nationals was his first year. Like, I don't always put stock in that they have to learn the tracks. Maybe it was a factor this time, but he wasn't great. He was just okay. And then the Swole thing made it look a little worse. I think he actually helped Swole. He pushed Swole up from going down. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Jet Jet really helping out there. Uh, JT, would you like to comment on Jet? Uh, well, you know, there's a, there's a very spirited debate going on. Uh, I think jet's fine. He's your points leader, nothing to worry about. I just think that people are putting undue, uh, expectations on him. He's doing everything right. He's, he's not even 18 years old yet. And he's your points leader. That's plenty good. Let it be good enough. You know, let it, let things unfold at their natural pace. Don't, don't say he's the next coming of the Messiah, you know, just let it happen. Um, yeah, he had some comments there on the podium and I think people are all fired up about that. I, I'm just like, I'm not reading anything into that. I'm just like the guy just probably was frustrated. He went, what? Nine, six was his motor results. Six, six, three, right? No, uh, did he get third? Yeah. Six, three. He went six, three. Yeah. Six, three, nine, three. Sorry. Oh. Nine, three. Nine, three. Oh, nine, nine three. three. Oh, sorry. Okay. Nine, three. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sure he was just frustrated. And he was just saying stuff. I don't think he really meant anything by that. You know, what did what he, he say? say like, I, I didn't see it. He said, my starts have been bad, but sometimes that's good because I'll blow by guys and that mentally really demoralizes them. And I'm coming back next week and I'm going to fight for it. And these guys are going to see. And I think people are like, whoa, he's really throwing shade at Justin Cooper. And I'm like, I think he's just frustrated. He's just unfiltered. Yeah, he's 17 year old Australian yeah. just saying yeah. whatever. I agree. Yeah. I, a lot of stuff is just like, hey, he's 17. You know, like when he talked about the dog on the podium. Like, Think about you know, what those 17. guys, Bradshaw and those guys used to say. Like they'd say all kinds of stuff. Like, you know, second Shit, place dude. sucks and all kinds of stuff. 17 you know, like, years old, no shirt on the podium, kissing yeah. the trophy kissing, girl. Right. Yeah. Right. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Like tongue yeah, kiss, yeah. tongue kissing the trophy girl with no shirt on <laughs> while Larry Myers makes some inappropriate joke. So <laughs> good yeah, times back right. then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think he meant anybody. I think he's just frustrated. And like JT said, yes, exactly. It's fine. It wasn't great. But, like, I think the whole thing is his whole season is built around avoiding the disaster, right? And he's doing that well right. enough. You, w- yep. you would think the way Hunter rode, and Hunter's been good, but 
how great Hunter was, I can't help but think like, hey, spent a couple years in Europe, more than a couple, rode sand a ton, and this isn't Lomo, but this is still sand. And oh, Hunter, yeah. Hunter really showed what he could do. And then so you would think Jet would be a bit better because same thing, riding sand tracks in Europe, you know, gardening gloves on at Lomo in, in March, you know. It wasn't bad, though. No, 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 no. But you thought he might be a little better. But Hunter rode this. Did Hunter race here in 2019? I don't think Hunter, no, I don't think Hunter's ever ridden Southwick, has he? Why wouldn't he, he have rode there at Geico in 19? I think he, Was he hurt by then? I think he missed. I don't think so. Hold on. I'm pulling it up. Okay. Calm, calm down, everybody. Calm down. Okay, I was thinking that was a difference. I will stall here, but uh, I also think you know Jet when when Jet was riding in Belgium, like he was thirteen and fourteen years old. You know, like uh, there's a difference between Hunter being an MX2 Hunter podium guy r- riding Wamo every day and Jet at thirteen, you know, riding a one twenty five and an eighty five yeah. or whatever. Like I don't know nine thirteen in nineteen for the Jet for Hunter. Sorry for Hunter. Yeah, yeah. I, I think in this particular case, I don't read much into the track thing, but I think in this particular case, that is a big help. Right. He raced there before, Jed had not. Uh, Moseman 7-7. Didn't totally kill it on Pulp Mix Fantasy JT like we thought. Uh, we got lucky. He yeah. could have. Yeah. He should have won that first moto, probably. <laughs> you think? Well, he was winning. I know, but you think he, he was, was really fast. Yeah. He was catching RJ, then RJ crashed, and then Moseman crashed. Right. I, I, I put most men in the rj category right now his results yeah could be much 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 better if he could sort out a couple mistakes yep for sure styles was good this was styles was this styles best national i think I don't he was know. good uh, last week too he was yeah. good at redbud right maybe yep. that a lot of people around him are talking about his knee right but i guess it's okay or it's better or whatever yeah so. what's going on there because i mean it was like yeah. dnf every time out yeah. for a while and then now he's maybe got to figure it out is it just if if he hits it or you know like i, I don't know Jalik Swole led the f- two laps of the first moto. Good job for Jalik. That was awesome. Two Huskies at the front. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they've changed something with the engine package or whatever, but it seems right. like they their engines are good right now. You know, they don't they, – when I watch their bikes, they don't look like they're severely underpowered to the Monster Star Yamahas, which it seems like everybody is. Right. The, I do think the last few couple of years, the Star Yamahas have shown, shined more in Supercross, have shined more, shined more uh, in Supercross. You guys get the shin okay. joke? I, yeah, I got it. I okay. got it. I, don't, I just don't want the wrath of that okay. at all. all right. I don't want anything to do with that. Uh, Swole ninth, Pierce Brown 10th. Uh, so that's two in a row for Pierce Brown. That's been good. Uh, Max Volan crashed late in Moto 2, but Max was Max was uh, in the mix. I think I, I talked to him after the race, and he said top 10's the goal, and I think that's fine. Absolutely. That's exactly what the team should be shooting for, top 10's. And he was pretty pretty much there. So. Uh, J-Mart, uh, J-Mart, uh, four crashes to, to each moto. Speaking of four crashes, Lane Shaw crashed in the same corner four times in the first moto, <laughs> the same corner four times. I don't think that's ever been done. I was texting rapid fire texting as fast as I could, because I was in, I was in shock that it four times the same corner. So if you're out there, Lane Shaw, and I spoke to him before the first moto and staging, Yep. If you're out there, uh, don't think that I didn't notice because I did, and I w- my jaw was on the floor. Uh, J-Mart, he crashed. He must. I wonder if the riders that he was c- constantly passing were wondering what the hell is going on here. Like, what is going on with J-Mart? Yes, he, he keeps... that's, happened, uh, that's happened to me. Davey Millsap's passed me like three or four times in one moto, right. and I got so sick of him passing me. Uh, I was just like, dude, can you just 
you, can you shit or get off the pot here? Yeah. Just you're screwing just, with just my race. Please leave. Yeah. Please get yeah. by me. Right. Uh, rough day for Jmart. Yeah. You yeah, wonder is is this is this worth worth what's happening here? I heard I heard a rumor that uh, he is going to be out at Star. He does need a ride. They're 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 they're, they're that's what I heard. So, but is this really? is this performance that he's putting in worth? Like, is it going to get him a ride? Because I would say it's not really. Nah, I I have I have full faith in in uh, J Mart. I you mean I would hire him in a heartbeat if I'm a team manager. I, I hire him no problem. I don't know what that number is. I think he's not worth, you know, what he could be. But he, he is a race winning capable guy, and that's that's worth a ride every time. I feel like it won't be long. This this weekend was just a shit show. Last weekend, first round back. You know what I mean? I I feel like he will be podium guy. You know, this weekend. Well, wait, it's Millville, so I, okay. Just generally yeah, speaking, way to step out. Right, right. Yeah. Generally speaking, I feel like J Mart will be. Uh, so, you know how many guys he passed at the race, thanks to our buddy Clinton Fowler? I don't know, 73. 45 guys. <laughs> J-Mart. Jeez. J-Mart passed 45 guys. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, I feel like J-Mart will be on the podium here. I just this weekend, just not good. But Well, I won't link to Pro Circuit at one point last year, and I, I think Mitch was one that he went to start instead. But as we've seen time and time again, you can forgive and forget if you can get so. What's I believe fast, that I believe Jim sure is desperately looking for. Right, you'd have to be a welcome addition at, at that Monster Pro Circuit Cali uh, team, in my opinion. Yeah, but sometimes Mitch holds that stuff against you. I don't care. He needs guys oh, badly, in okay. my opinion. All right. No, I, I know it's his call. I'm saying right. my opinion. Yeah. He needs guys more than he should be worried about. Is you know whatever. You know. Yeah. Issue they have right. or whatever grudge you want to hold. Right. Uh, Caleb Russell, uh, good job, Caleb, coming to the pits for a shifter of the first lap of the first moto and dead, 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 dead last all the way to 24th. Way to go, Caleb Russell. Uh, Fry, Thrasher, Marchbanks, yeah, Marchbanks blow, blew up in the first moto, uh, ninth in the second. So, uh, Brandon Shear, he's been good. How old is, I don't know how old yeah. he is, but yeah, 1720. Yeah. Yeah. He went 21 21 last week. So, would you say 1720? Yeah. I mean, that's really – I really thought it was like a gimmick thing. So, yeah, he's uh, one of the trainers at Club MX, and I guess they got a bike because uh, Joey Crown was supposed to ride. I didn't think that he'd be legitimately, like, knocking on the door points in every moto he's been in. I think that's pretty good. Right. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, Dylan Schwartz absolutely torpedoed my fantasy team. So, not, not, yeah, a, good, not, not a good ride for Dylan Schwartz. Yeah, last two weren't as good as the previous – Crashes, yep. which is, isn't yep. really his style, but he had a lot of crashes. Uh, Mumford, bad day for Mumphy. Bad day for Mumphy. And uh, what else? Uh, part, Luke- of, part, part of our bad day for uh, TV was we, during qualifying, had a split screen double box with Jet Lawrence in the mechanics area. And meanwhile, we're watching Jet, and on the other corner of the screen is Styles and Mumford really getting into it. Oh, yeah. I saw this. Oh, really? They were very unhappy with each other. Yes. Um, gesturing, stopping, cutting each other off. And then Mumphy said, it goes, I'm like, wait, you're both California guys. Are you on the same age? Is this their history here? And he's like, oh, yeah. Entire life. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. This is like, this is legit beef, everybody. This is legit beef. Wow. Styles I, and Mumphy. No idea. We got something brewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, mean streets of that. Bakersfield. Yeah. <laughs> James Harrington <laughs> was a local guy. His bike broke on the last lap, like three turns from the from the finish. So nineteenth uh, for him still though, because he was you know one of the last guys out there. So bummer for Harrington, but he still did eighteen nineteen on the day. So um, Reslin one twenty five life. I don't know yeah. how he qualified fastest in the unseated practice, but good job, Luke. Good job, Al Dozer. 22nd overall. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. Pretty good job for him. What was his first moto result? 23rd. 26? 23rd. 23. 23. Man. Yeah, and then he said they uh, they wanted to put a new top end in for moto two, and uh, they got it. The bike broke as he was riding back to the pits. So they put in a new top end, and then the power valve was messed up, and he couldn't race moto two. Bummer. Yeah, but he's going to race again, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the best man. We love that guy. Aldozer, awesome. yeah, Aldozer is. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, um, that's it. That's the wick. Any Good times. Else? I enjoyed I enjoyed watching the race with you, Steve. We don't do that very often. Oh, I, that's very I, sweet I of very you. Very much enjoyed it. I enjoyed that you got me a water. We didn't argue at all. And a granola bar. Argue. Nope. Nope. We didn't argue one time all day. How about that, Weesh? I, I have to say, I walked in the press tent, I saw Steve, JT, I didn't even know you were there, and then there you were sitting there, you guys were together, and I, my heart, like, I felt a little bit of warmth seeing you guys together, and just hanging out, and being friendly with each other, it, I, I felt good about it. It was, was all day, we watched in the same corner together the entire day, good day, wow. no arguing, no fighting. Beautiful day, wow. shade, yeah. in the shade, nice little breeze, good racing in front of it. us, A-Ray providing us with laughs. Um, RJ providing us with amusement. <laughs> Jmart providing us with thrills. Um, you know, all of that. Yeah. So, uh, what was the crowd like? I never get to really see the packed. crowd at peak size. Yeah, was it? it was good. Okay. It was yeah, good. Yeah, it was packed. Okay. Really, really cool. Good to, hear. good to hear. Um, and that's a gnarly bunch of people. Like, they're not gnarly in like the Red Bud has its own gnarliness, but they're just it's the North very East enthusiastic. Man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I get stopped by I heard a, lot. a couple stories. These fans are these fans are a tough tough bunch. What do you mean? I believe I was like, man, these pits are pretty packed for like supposedly like limited entry. Right. I said the same apparently, thing to JT. I said the same thing to JT. Apparently, dude, they were just cl- like digging holes and going under the fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said to JT, I'm like, I thought you could only get in with a VIP ticket. And, like, it was, <laughs> the, the, anarchy was was everywhere. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, there was, man, no one the, there, there was no one manning the pit gate when I went through there. <laughs> I don't know if that was the problem. I don't yeah. know if that was the problem. Uh, the wick. They probably killed the guard. Maybe they killed him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, that's it. He's in the woods. That's it. They just took him out. Yeah, took him yeah. out and walked in the pits. Hey, you're stopping me. I got. I was in here in '82 with JoJo. I'm coming in. <laughs> I got my car parked right over there, and I'm coming in. So he's still in. The, he's still in somebody's trunk, bound and gagged right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> now it was good to have Southwick on the series. Good to have it back. Uh, it's 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 not the best track. It's not the best facility, and all of that stuff. But I like it. It's a history, and it's something different for the guys and, and the fans. Like you said, it's really cool to have Southwick on the schedule. I'm glad. I think Roxon. I think Roxon wants your uh, jar of sand put back on the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davy <laughs> D- Davy ordered it back one year, and I never did bring it in. Uh, oh, really? He must have forgotten about it. He said he wanted the the effing jar of sand dumped back on the track. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I'm still not doing it. I'm YOLO. I'm going to hang on to that sand. So. 
All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you to Fly Racing and uh, all the everybody, all the other sponsors of the show as well. Thank you, people, for listening. JT, Weege, uh, thanks for listening. Millville next week. And that is the best track on the series next weekend. Millville. Boom. Best track of the series. Hey, hey don't forget to uh, subscribe to uh, Race Rex, everybody. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, too. please do. Yeah, yeah do that. We work hard on this stuff. Read it, please. Thank you. Yep. Well said. Yeah. Thanks, boys. See you. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, like beating a dead horse you know and i know from personal experience did anybody ever sit me down of course they did everybody did go circuits mitch payton there's two ways to make the money one is you can sign for money or two you can earn the money i'm a high believer in earning the money i think they ride better when they earn the money seven time jeremy mcgrath I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey, hey.